I'm Natalia Loback, and this is Change Course. So what is organizational transformation? We've got some exciting news. Connected Change is live. So go check out connectedchange.com. We're planning some really amazing things for the site and for you. We'll have all of our resources there as well as some participant directed learning online so that you can build up your skills and change. And if you are a leader out there who's grappling with change in your organization and you want to do things better, this site will have something for you. The first course that we're going to be launching is Connected Change Leadership. And this is for people who are finding themselves leading more and more and more change. So it'll help you identify what the change is, how to define it, and how to step into your role as a change leader to lead your team and your organization through that change. It's best suited for people who are at a manager level and above in an organization. So you have people that you're managing and you have a functional area that you're responsible for. Um, This course is geared towards helping you gain the skills to make sure that you maintain a good momentum and a great mindset as your team goes through the change. And it is not about becoming a change manager because that is a whole different ballgame. So I'm looking forward to sharing this with you when it's ready. The other thing I want to tell you before we get into the episode today is that we have launched Connected Change. And if you're a change manager and you want to skill up and be ready for the resources that we're going to share, definitely come on over and sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. If you sign up before November 1st, you will get, first of all, the November newsletter, as well as an exclusive link to our communications planning template. So if you really are looking for those tactical tools uh, to help you lead change, sign up and we will send it to you for free. Every month, we're going to be sending new resources and new exclusive templates to our subscribers. And so it's easy to become a subscriber and it's absolutely free. So head over to connectedchange.com, sign up, and I can't wait to share this material and these resources with you. The episode today is really about talking about the tactical types of change that we experience in organizations. And the two main types of change that I find myself called in to help with are either technology transformations or mergers, acquisitions, and organizational restructuring. So although you do need really strong change management skills to be able to come in and lead and coach these types of change, they are different. And so what you focus on and how you use the skills that you have um, and the types of interventions 
really are in many ways a little different. And I'll get into why and what you need to be focusing on in each type of change. So we're going to start with mergers and acquisitions. The reason why I am bringing this to you is because I had an amazing conversation with a friend of mine over um, the summer who is the chief operating officer of a multi-billion dollar global company in the media industry that is going to be experiencing a merger within the next year. And she was starting to see that this was beyond her skill. She is a, you know, 30-year veteran in operations leadership. She really knows her stuff. She's incredibly strong. But she realized that being an operations leader and getting really good results in an operations capacity and business development, uh, you know, and really bringing an organization to the next level is a different skill set than change leadership. And I was really interested to hear her acknowledge that. And this is something that I run into with uh, C-suite executives quite often. The skills that got them where they are and the skills that help them become incredibly effective leaders in organizations are not always the same skills that help you lead a change. So in conclusion, what's really interesting about this is that there is that acknowledgement that change leadership is its own domain. It is its own skill set. So as we were starting to talk about this upcoming merger and what this was going to look like, what we started to tease out was, well, Let's figure out exactly what the power and political structure is of these two organizations that are coming together. And so what was really interesting is as we got a little bit deeper into this, it was that there was one very large organization, the one that she is leading, that is going to be merging with a much smaller organization that has a specific skill set and a specific client base that is very attractive to this large organization and fills a gap in the services that they provide to their customers. What's interesting is that it's being branded as a merger, but likely what it's going to feel like to the organization because of the size and because of the political structure and because of the scope of the two organizations, what it's actually going to feel like to that smaller organization is an acquisition. And that then is where we start to have to pick apart what does this actually mean for the people who are going to experience this change. I've talked about this in previous episodes around change you're driving versus change that is happening to you. When you're in a situation of evaluating an organizational change, a merger, acquisition, etc., that's really where you want to be cognizant and understand the relationship between between the two organizations and who's the bigger dog. 
is it really a merger or is it an acquisition? And what is that going to look and feel like for the people who are experiencing the change? And then importantly, if you're a leader who's leading the change, how does that change the way you approach things? If all things were equal and it really was a merger, you would be approaching this and you would be approaching the leader parallel in the other organization as an equal. You would be working together in a partnership to figure out how things are going to work, how things are going to shake out, where everything is going to fall, how you're going to reorganize the teams. That messaging oftentimes will come from the two people together. And then at some point, there will be a decision about where both of you are going to fall in the new organization. In some cases, uh, one person stays, the other person leaves. Um, In another case, you'll see uh, two different departments uh, or functional areas being split up and the two executives remaining on uh, complementary functional areas. Or you might actually see... um, one executive taking a leadership role, a more leadership, a senior role, and the other executive falling into that uh, leadership structure. So the way that then things end up also sets a different tone. But when you're approaching the actual execution of the joining of the two organizations, you, two executives are really coming together um, and working through the problems and the restructuring, and the reorganization of the teams and functional areas together. What you're looking for in that is really alignment around the function of the organization and how the different roles that you have in each organization either align, complement, or duplicate the skills and also um, the productivity of uh, each organization. And so when you get into the brass tacks of what that actually looks like, yes, there are uh, some roles that become redundant because they already exist and you only really need one uh, role or functional area for that particular thing. Um, You may keep the people because you have to increase capacity or you may have to look at moving people in the organization to other roles. Um, you know, this all gets very technical uh, into the very details of how you structure this work, um, which I'm not going to dive too deep into today. But the other pieces, if it looks like an acquisition, so if it's an acquisition, then you as the lead organization that is acquiring that smaller organization, you as the executive in the lead organization, need to work with your peers in that smaller organization that you are acquiring to figure out what's in it for me. From the perspective, not you specifically, but from the perspective of those other leaders, what's in it for them? What's in it for them to join your organization? How do they benefit? What are some opportunities that they are going to get that they would not normally have in their smaller organization. So there's an example of a couple ways that you need to look at things differently uh, when you're looking at a merger of equals or you're looking at an acquisition. And in the next episode, I'm going to break this down even more and talk about what 
structures you need to actually carry out this work. And then also talking about what are the change leadership skills that you need to be building for mergers and acquisitions specifically. But before I get too far into that, I wanted to touch on the second type of change. So the other major type of transformation that organizations go through for which I get lots of calls is technology transformation. Digital transformation is an area that has accelerated during the last three years, mainly because of our external circumstances, but also because organizations have realized that if they are not putting their processes and into technology, if they are not using technology to enable and support their main organizational processes, they have risk, they have weakness built into their organization. And so many organizations that would not have considered digital transformation in the past are actually doing their first transformations now or starting their first transformations now. It's quite fascinating. So when you are looking at a digital transformation and you are a leader, an executive in an organization, often digital transformation starts with back office. So, you know, you look at one of your functional areas first, uh, you look at finance, human resources, supply chain, uh, product development, lots of different options in terms of uh, back office transformation, quote unquote. So if you are a senior executive and you're looking at digitization, um, number one, you're going to need to form a very strong partnership with your uh, chief information officer or your technology lead, whoever that is in your organization. Um, I'm not going to get into organizational structures and where technology should be. Um, Technology is now at the core of the structure of business. And so if you're, you know, filing your technology lead under some financial uh, structure or somewhere else in operations, that's not going to serve you strategically as an organization. Technology is a C-suite function. So technology and the leader of that technology function, you as a a functional leader will need to partner and build a really strong relationship with your technology lead. Why? Because what is happening in technology leadership today is that it is shifting more towards partnership and enablement of the business. There's a huge transformation happening there around what does technology leadership look like. Uh, I will Include some resources of people you should follow for this specifically, if this is an area that you are interested in. Um, But I have uh, one of my former colleagues, Hassan El-Bahali. He is speaking on this from a manufacturing perspective all the time. So he's a great person to follow if you're looking to learn more about the evolving role of technology leadership. Uh, There are a few others out there. I'll link them. And I encourage you to engage with those resources and find out more about it if there's interest there, if that's something you want to learn more about. From an executive perspective, when you're looking at a technology transformation, the key thing that you need to be thinking about is the way people work. 
Because when you bring technology into your organization and you're looking at whatever it is, software as a service, on-prem, it doesn't matter. The key thing is, is introducing that technology is going to change the way people do their work. So if you break that down and you are a functional leader in that area and your organization is bringing in a new technology, your responsibility is to figure out how you can still deliver the value that there, that you are there to do in your functional area and make sure that when that technology comes in, that it is serving the needs of your organization and your functional area is supported by that technology such that whatever you are producing, whatever value you are bringing to the organization is either preserved, number one, or enhanced. That's what you need to be looking at. The second piece is if you are leading people, you need to be thinking about how is their day-to-day work and their day-to-day experience going to change. That's the perspective you need to be taking as a change leader coming into a technology transformation environment. So that is where we are going to stop for today, but I will follow this up in the next episode and probably the next couple episodes, because this is going to take a little while to break down. But in the meantime, please do come over to connectedchange.com, sign up for our newsletter. If you think you might need a communications template, amazing. We are going to introduce another template on December 1st. So keep your eyes open and uh, see what you might be interested in. So for the newsletter in the month of December, we'll be giving away another free resource. And I am hoping that these will help you and that these can be useful to you as you embark upon your journey as either a change manager or a change leader. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe because it helps others find us. Change Course is brought to you by Charthouse Advisory Services and ConnectedChange.com. Our music is Levity by Emily Clausen. Show notes have moved. We're now at connectedchange.com. So visit us there under the Change Course podcast page, and you'll find a list of all the resources that I've mentioned here today. While you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. You'll keep on top of all things change And every month we are sharing exclusive content and resources only with our subscribers. So don't miss out. Sign up at connectedchange.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's never too late to change course.